0: but now we lift up the spirits i try you do a great job at it man thanks, i got it i must admit you walk in and the room fills with anticipation
1: oh you know what i feel good now see
0: see, you thought i was gonna go uh, You thought no 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 i'm not about tearing people down you're not a I'm, hater i'm building them up there you go and speaking of building up, hey, look at that. <laughs> Transition. Oh, this is good stuff. This is radio. Segway hey, King. You think I know what I'm doing a little uh, bit? Just I don't absolutely. Just a little bit. Smackdown last night. Jack, have I got you watching any wrestling yet? No. Eh, I know you work you work a ton. You you, you a man. You <sighs> work a ton. <laughs> but yeah, did uh, you get a chance have you ever had a chance to sneak in and maybe view a little bit of wrestling or what's going on?
1: I haven't had a chance to watch any TV. About the only thing that I get are like Twitter alerts. So I've seen uh, some updates via Twitter, but I haven't had any chance to watch anything live.
0: All right. Well, again, we are in the holiday time, so if you if you want spoilers, they're all over Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, whatever you want to do, you can go there and find them. But last night's show, SmackDown, Christmas night, I think they delivered. I think WWE delivered.
1: Okay. How so?
0: They started the match. With, with a, they started the show with a rematch from TLC, which was Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns inside a cage.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And now last week I sat here and said, um, I hope they do some kind of schmoz on the, on the match at TLC. What I forgot was it was a tables, ladders, and chairs match, which means you had to climb a ladder and get the belt. So you're not really going to be able to schmoz a whole lot. But they did set that up because they did have Jey Uso interfere. In the cage match, they delivered the same thing. I am so happy that they are dragging out this feud. Most feuds, I'm like, let's end it already.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: This one, and I go to this word every week, and this is going to be the, the word of the show, had me invested. And, and sports investing, if you want that, that's later on here today. You can earn some money, 12 to 2, J-Rod experience. J. Rogers sent the check to me. But what they did was they even had more, I think more people probably investing more into Kevin Owens because what do they do at the end of this match? Ah, genius. Genius, Jack. They are genius. Hmm. Handcuff Kevin Owens to the cage, inches away for his feet to touch the floor because you know to win a cage match, you got to. Climb the scale of the cage and get right. down. Both feet touch the floor. The feet just, just missing. Just missing, Jack. Riveting. Riveting stuff, man. Riveting stuff. And what does Roman Reigns do in true heel fashion? Again, it's the little minute things in wrestling, I think, that, that people miss. they are not all these big flips and everything else. Kevin Owens can't move. Roman Reigns could sit there and just pound on him all he wants. Uh But what does heel Roman Reigns do? Just goes through the ropes, stares at him, takes one step down a step, kind of stands there for a moment, looks back at him, goes down another step, looks back at him. Kevin Owens barking at him, calling him every word in the the dictionary that you can say on TV. Uh Uh-huh. Finally, he steps out and just both feet on the floor, gets the belt, just turns around at Owens, and just holds the belt up. Never once, never once laid another finger on him, just said, Hey, here you go, jackass. I'm the champ still. That's heel fashion. I mean, yeah, you could have sat there and they could have jumped in. They could have beat him up. But I think you take away from what they just did there. Kevin Owens, inches away from winning the heavy or the universal title, I'm sorry, gets cheated once again. What does this do? I'm thinking at Royal Rumble, you're probably gonna have KO and Roman Reigns, probably in a street fight. Anything goes, falls count anywhere. One of those, one of those kind of stipulation matches because they've done everything else. And you can't do, I mean, I don't know if they can make this last to like Hell in a Cell, or they might do Hell in a Cell at Royal Rumble. Mm. But that's kind of where this is going to, to where it's going to be them two. They're going to have to finish it off, because they went inside a cage to try to keep Uso out. And what happened? Outsmarts them at the end. The handcuffs. Owens barely, barely from the floor and wins it. Then, after that, A triple threat for the women's tag team titles, which Charlotte returned to TLC. I don't know which way they're going with this, but she teamed up with Asuka and they won the titles. Then they come here to SmackDown. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, which I think Bianca Belair is is a star in the making. She's not already a star. I think there's no ceiling for her. She is so athletic and she has it to me. She has it. When I watch her.
1: Hey, it's funny you bring up Sasha Banks. I yep. just learned something
0: about her this Uh-oh. morning. oh let's hear this because I, I don't know which way you're going, but a couple things here. Let's see what it is. Guess who her cousin is. Cousin? Cousin. Is it Snoop Dogg? Yeah. Yeah. I, Yay. I, he I performs n- her entrance music. I never knew that. You want to hear something even better? What? WWE inducted him in the Hall of Fame. For what? The celebrity wing. Oh. Okay. You know, Donald Trump. Uh, Regis, I think, is there as well. There's a few R. celebrities R. already in there. Yes. RIP Regis. Yes, Regis. Great man. Great man. Well what would I know of him. Funny guy. Yes. And I then now he is on TNT or he's on TBS doing a show with one of the guys from AEW, Cody Rhodes. Hmm. And if you don't know, TBS is part of TNT's family of right. networks. Guess who's going to be on AEW? Who? Snoop Dogg. Oh, wow. Guess who's very upset about that? Vince McMahon. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Because this is what happens. This is what happens. Hey, I inducted you into the celebrity wing of the WWE Hall of Fame. You Look. cannot go on any other shows. The
1: Vaunted. Ah, you're fired. Celebrity, Celebrity Hall of Fame. Oh, The Vaunted.
0: Come on now. You're on there with 45. What? Regis, all them guys. Come on now. But yeah, so that's going to be interesting. I thought you were going to talk about her being on The Mandalorian. I don't even know if you know what The Mandalorian is, but she was in that that yeah. that show as well.
1: Give me a little bit of credit. I got the app.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, well, she's on there on the season two there, and uh, WWE did nothing with it. Hmm. It's interesting too because she went with her real name Mercedes instead of Sasha Banks. So I don't know if that was a something looking to move on or not. But either way, so getting back to this, this the triple threat match that they had, and then they added in Bailey and Carmella. So now in this one match, you've had you have Oscar, who's had a great year. Sasha's had a great year. Bailey great year. Bianca Belair coming up and I could say with adding NXT in, she's had a tremendous year. Carmella starting to rebuild herself back up. And of course the returning Charlotte Flair. Six of the top women in the women's division of WWE sitting here in one match. And I think they delivered as well. Then you go to the only match without a title involved. Jay Uso. Versus Daniel Bryan. There's no matches, I don't think, with Daniel Bryan that doesn't deliver above a B, no matter what. Hmm. He can take anybody. And, and first off, Jay Uso doesn't need Daniel Bryan to have a great match, by the way, just before everybody starts trying to jump on me. But when you put those two together, it was a great match. Great match. And then the match that everybody, at least I me, when I say everybody, I mean me. Biggie finally tastes singles gold again, and he beats Sami Zayn to end the Christmas Day match show of SmackDown and send everybody away happy. Because that's what happens on Christmas Day shows. Usually you get to leave with a title changing hands. But overall, this two-hour SmackDown delivered. And I'm going to be interested to see what the ratings were for this because, again, spoilers were everywhere. And again, in spoilers, yes, you can read about who wins and, and, and everything else. But you don't get to watch the action. You don't get to see the true poetry in motion, shall I say. And if you just read the spoilers and you did not watch that show, you're probably going to be pretty upset with yourself because that, that was an actual show where WWE delivered, unlike Mondays. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. Still having problems trying to figure out that Monday, the Monday magic there. But hey, Vince McMahon, he thinks he's got a, uh, he's got a plan. He's going to go back to an oldie but a goodie. And we will discuss that here coming up in segment two of the Squared Circle Digest, and don't forget Saturday, sports fans, you have a place to talk sports and gambling when the J-Rod Experience takes over every Saturday afternoon. Tune in every Saturday from noon to 2 as Jim provides you the sports investment information you need to have a little fun on the weekends. That's the J-Rod Experience, noon to 2, only at OnSideRadio.com. Live from the beautiful Enter Miami CF Stadium, overlooking the pitch. It is actually, temperature gone up at all, Jack? It was 46 when I got here earlier.
1: Didn't feel like that downstairs.
0: No, it doesn't, right? Nope.
1: Quite chilly, a little
0: nippy. You think it's colder?
1: Eh, I mean, until the sun really comes out. You don't want to be caught in a shaded area. It's just one of those days.
0: No, then I probably shouldn't have worn the shorts this morning.
1: Man, probably not. Thought you was feeling, uh, you know.
0: No, nah, this is my weather, though. I like when it's cold like it is right now, but mm-hmm. I can't do the wind, man. When the wind starts blowing, yeah, oh, it's like that old joke. I don't know if you ever heard. You heard of Ron White at all? Who? Ron White. That, that tells me all I need to know right there.
1: I didn't hear you. But- oh, no.
0: There's a comedian named Ron White, and he talks about uh, hurricanes uh-huh. and how uh, a guy in Key West chained himself to a tree to show that the wind of a hurricane can't kill anybody. Uh huh, and he said it's not the wind that kills you; it's the f- what the wind is blowing.
1: Oh, go that figure. That will kill you. Go figure.
0: Yes, and I always think about that when I uh, when it's blowing cold <laughs> air, when it's forty six. For like today, beautiful weather, man. Beautiful. Oh yeah, beautiful here in South Florida. And I'm sure as I'm saying that, there's somebody listening to us either on the MyTuner Radio app or Radio FM app or even at Onsideradio.com i got a blizzard right now Mm. and they're cursing me as i'm sitting here in a beautiful 46 degrees in south florida which still seems weird to say
1: nice manicured weather
0: no no snow on the ground here
1: no at all nada you get that winter effect without the winter
0: i love south florida i really do it's times like this where you just sit and say when you're stuck in traffic, not so much, but when it's times like this on a Saturday, Christmas was actually a little bit chilly. It felt like Christmas. It wasn't 85 degrees on Christmas Day. Oh. <laughs> Somebody not in a jolly mood. That'd be the great uh, grumpulous. that is Vince McMahon. Reports came out, I think it was two weeks ago, where... USA Network not happy with their uh, ROI on viewership as the ratings have fallen and continue to fall. And I've not heard anything from the Fox, but I did go through some numbers. And right now they're they're averaging about 2.2 on Fox. When they do switch over to FS1, which has been, I think, Three or four total shows, it drops down to about a million. And when you think about it, that's probably about right because Fox, again, everybody, every area gets Fox. FS1, it's one of those stations you, you have to have a package of of your channels to, to get that. I mean, whether it's a basic or something, it's not like you can just plug an antenna and get FS1. Mm-hmm. So when you look at it, Fox, of course, is going to have I think, better viewership, more viewership. Because, again, you don't have to have the package. Anybody can get it. Antenna TV, whatever you want to do there. Which is one of the things that, when I was looking at this, I started, I started thinking to myself, Jack. And, and again, we kind of talked about it earlier when we were talking, um, you brought up about Michael and, and LeBron. Right. Is, I think, one of the things that maybe AEW has encompassed has been the way they use social media to kind of interact and also direct the viewers and their followers or how I don't want to call them followers because then it makes it sound like it's a cult right but the wrestling fans how how they direct them to their product and that's the one thing look WWE is winning awards hand over fist in social media for everything they do campaign wise With all their charity efforts. They tremendous. Connors Cure. uh, Susan G. Coleman. uh, The troops. Tribute to the troops. All those things that they do. So great. Of campaigns. They win awards for those. Why don't they start directing some of that. Toward their on air product. Because again. As. As. Things have changed, and that's what we were talking about when I was getting toward the Michael Jordan thing. Things have changed because, Jack, is it okay if I talk about this, Jack, before I actually dive into this?
1: Sure, go ahead.
0: Jack was talking about a little bit about, you know, not that he hates LeBron, or or make sure I'm not misquoting you here, Uh but that you feel like everything is LeBron right now.
1: He's the league, basically.
0: Right? Everything you see about NBA is LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Why is that? because LeBron equals ratings. Unfortunately, that's what that's what he equals ratings. Everything you see social media wise is LeBron. Everything you see on TV commercial wise is LeBron. I and mean, we we talking about Jordan. And again, that was in mine and Jack's, you know, era when we were growing up. Right. We were like that we didn't well at least I'll talk about it for myself, didn't feel that way, but then I thought about it and I said Is it because of social media? Is it because of ESPN? Is it because of all these other avenues now where you get inundated with LeBron, which you didn't get inundated with Michael? And when you put that into perspective pro wrestling-wise, I look at AEW and what are they doing? They've got two things running on YouTube with being the elite. And AEW Dark. They are running campaigns on another show, Impact Wrestling, which they have kind of partnered with. Everywhere you look, you are starting to see AEW. On the other hand, when you go and you look back at WWE, yes, you get a commercial with them on Fox. But here's the one thing that, 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 I think it's setting this apart a little bit. And, and I saw a tweet, and I wish I would have screenshotted it because I think it went away, and I can't remember who it was. But this is what they said, Jack. and then You can help me out with this because I'm sure you've seen it happen numerous times on TV. I'm watching NFL on Fox, okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All of a sudden, they start to read about WWE, and they're trying to act like they know who these guys are. They don't know anything about these guys except what's written on the cue card right there. That's not going to draw anybody to your product when you have a guy talking about one of your wrestlers and they have no clue of, of what they're saying.
1: Never a good move.
0: Never to me, no. And then you look at NBA on TNT, and I we were talking about this too, because it kind of became a running joke where NBA Twitter was, was – killing chris jericho or bashing him a little bit about his physique about his age about everything else but you know what was funny that means they got eyes on the product mm-hmm. that means those eyes that watched nba basketball stuck around to watch AEW i would love to watch a football game lead into smackdown and see what the see if they stick around Because AEW got that this week. Whether they stuck around to, you know, roast Jericho, whether they stuck around and and everything else. But they stuck around and they watched the product. More eyes got on AEW because of the references on NBA on TNT. And and why, why is this important? Remember who is on AEW. Remember who's been backstage? Who's been kind of there at pay-per-views? Shaq. Shaq has been there. Shaq is a wrestling fan. Big time. They have somebody there that understands wrestling that can equate to what they're talking about. It's not being read just from a teleprompter. Yes, some of the guys are doing that. But they have somebody there that can add insight to the product that they're talking about. It's not just a read to get paid. It's not just a read because the network tells me. So, yes, you're going to get some people. Here it goes, Jack. Invested into your product to keep eyes on the prize. I would love to see once Jericho got on, the number, if it dropped, stayed the same. Maybe he went up. I don't know. Good lord. But up to that point?
1: I just Googled him. Chris Jericho? My God.
0: Yeah, he's changed a little bit, huh?
1: Man boobs.
0: Oh, he's not the Lionheart anymore, let me tell you. Uh, no, nobody. He might have ate it. He's the demo god now.
1: He might have ate the lion.
0: <laughs> I think there's, you might have been one of the tweeters. Apparently, he responded back to him. I'm sorry. Go back. to the story. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's hear this. I, I did not see the response back. Go ahead. No. Nah.
1: Okay. Jericho responds to people trolling him for his physique. Yep. So Jericho received a ne- negative reaction online he did. recently about a his physique. A lot of it. And the former world champion responded with comments by saying he wrote, ah, they are well, either way, I guarantee I can do more timed push-ups, weighted squats, and incline sit-ups than all of them and still draw record ratings. I have a really thick skin, kids. Le
0: Champion. Le Champion. You got to love him. Mm. But again, here he is. He's interacting. Whether, whether it's he's staying in character, whether he, he, whatever it is.
1: It hurt a little bit.
0: Oh, no, it's going to hurt a little bit. But, but again, he's going back after them. What's what, that going to do? That's going to draw more people. Again, it's interacting. It's it's things that, to me, WWE is not doing enough of. WWE is saying, no, you can't have a Twitch unless we own it. No, you can't do this unless we own it. WWE must have the rights to it. It's forced onto their performers, whereas AEW is kind of letting guys go. And I get it. This is Chris Jericho. This is, this is Jericho. Not every performer in AEW, every wrestler in AEW probably has the same uh constraints on them or are allowed to do what he does. But they do give their wrestlers interaction. That builds builds a base with fans. When you when you hit up a WWE superstar, it's like like you're almost like you have to go through security and it's gets it gets you know, um, what do they call it? Vetted. That gets vetted. Right. And then, that, okay, it's safe to respond. It's like you have a few that, that that do respond, but most of it's now vetted. That's where they had the Twitch was where they were themselves. People were loving that stuff. And then WWE had to go and mess that up too. And I did not want to get into this all this segment. I wanted to get into the whole thing that's coming up January 4th on Monday Night Raw. I get to go back to my childhood, Jack. I get to go back. Sergeant Slaughter's going to be on my TV. Hulk Hogan. Let's jump into the DeLorean. Ric Flair. Or is Doc Brown. Oh. We will talk. WWE Legends. When we come back on the Squared Circle here on OnSideRadio.com. And don't forget, right after me. Switch it on me. Florida Panthers have a place to call home every Saturday morning as Cats insider David Dwork will host Chirping the Cats Radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. He's coming on here right after me. Onside Radio is committed to all sports. That's right. You got hockey, soccer, football, wrestling, everything here on Onside Radio. Panther fans now can connect every Saturday from 10 to 11 with David Dwork on the home. For Panthers fans worldwide, OnSideRadio.com. Miami CF Stadium. Get to overlook this every Saturday. So beautiful. And it's a perfect time right now. Jack, I don't know, 7 o'clock in the morning, the sun rises over over the stadium, the side we're looking at right now here. huh. And, and usually, Monday through Friday, I'm, I'm back there on the board, and you cannot see a thing.
1: I, I'm... Witnessing that right
0: now. Is, are you going through that right now where right. the sun is? Okay. Right. Yeah. I'm glad somebody goes through it besides me yeah. because this view from right here with where I'm looking now, oh, so great. When the sun's hitting you and you can't see anything, even including the buttons you're supposed to be pressing right now, mm-hmm. it becomes an issue. It really does. And speaking of issues, Vince man, he's got one. We wanted to, I wanted to start it last segment. As USA execs are uh, not happy with the ratings they're pulling in right now. And um, right now they're averaging. Actually, they went up this past week to approximately 1.7. They were at about a 1.5 the week before, which is the lowest in 27 years. And yes, my voice cracked. 27 years of being on TV. Their lowest ratings on Monday night, 1.5. So Vince McMahon says, hey, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to go in that closet. I'm going to dust off old reliable. And I'm going to march out the legends. That's right. Hold down the chairs. The legends return January 4th. The first Monday night of the new year, the list I've kind of read off earlier, you got Hogan, Flair, The Big Show, Carlito, Mark Henry, Kurt Angle, Booker T. Put the Big Show again. Molina, Mickey James, Boogeyman, Jimmy Hart, Alicia Fox, Candice Michelle, Jeff Jarrett, Ivory. You said Ivory. Tatanka at one point. Tatanka, yeah. Tatanka, yeah. Michael P.S. Hayes, Jacqueline, Sergeant Slaughter, Beth Phoenix, Tory Wilson. And, of course, Jeff Jarrett will be on. But he was on the, uh, the pregame show of the last pay-per-view. So I figured they were doing something with him again. But the last time, you know, and I was like, wait a minute. How much of a, how much of a difference to the legends? The Raw Reunion show was July 22nd. Okay? They did a 3.09 on viewership that day. They've almost dropped in half in five months. Actually, in exactly five months. 7:22, they were at 3.09 viewers, million viewers. 12:22, exactly. Five months later, you're at 1.7 coming off a week where you had your lowest ratings in 27 years. But I, I thought back on this. And, I, and I, when I was growing up, I used to love wrestling. But back then, there was territories. Okay? I'm going to show my age. There was territories. Florida Championship Wrestling was the territory I followed. Love me some Florida Championship Wrestling. Dusty Rhodes was there all the time once I got in, in watching it. And what they would do to boost ratings every once in a while was they brought down this little blonde guy who held the NWA heavyweight title or, at the time, Harley Race sometimes, too. They would bring him in, and he would fight some guys on on TV, Barry, Wyndham, Scott McGee, some of those guys, and then they'd hit the loop. Miami Beach Convention Center, Sunrise Musical Theater, Dusty Rhodes versus Ric Flair. Places were sold out. When those things happened. So it got me thinking. In territories, you had your guys. Louisiana, the junkyard dog, was a big draw there. Ernie Ladd. You know, you had territories, Bruiser Brody. You always had these guys that you brought in as the big draws. And, And that's kind of what Vince McMahon is doing. He's going back to the names that brought WWE to the draw it is today. But in doing that, it only boosts ratings for the one show. Unless you're going to make this somehow mean something that can go on a few shows... That's why your ratings are so good, that one show. Great. Boom. You hit us with a 3.0 the first week of January. Now what's going to happen the second week of January? This is where Vince McMahon and, to me, the creative process, whoever that is or whatever that is now, has got to figure out a way to make this First show on January 4th. This Legends Night. Transcend into more than just one night. Whether, again, think about this. When you, first WrestleMania. Actually, not this one. It was the last one with Kurt Angle. When Kurt Angle came back. Then the next night on Raw, what happened? Named Commissioner. It caught fire for a little bit. You got to catch that fire in a bottle and you got to keep it there if you want these ratings to go up. It means nothing if you get a great rating on January 4th if you can't add to it. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, This might be Hogan's first time on TV in a while. Trying to think back to when it was, uh, since he did the the talk with the talent and the comments that he made. This might be one of the first times they're actually bringing him back in a while. And this is the same, also the same reason why, and everybody gets mad, Brock Lesnar comes back every so often and wins the title. Because when Lesnar gets on TV... Or on pay-per-view. He equals ratings. And I'm not talking about the ratings on Wednesday. Although All Elite Wrestling, they did beat NXT. And they pushed their time back. Two hours. Just saying. When you have people for the third time today, invested in your product. Doesn't matter what time you're showing the show. They're still going to tune in. You're going to have your outliers that that don't tune in. But also remember this. There were spoilers already leaked on this show. And they still did almost 200,000 more. No, the math in my head, I'm sorry. About 100,000 more viewers than NXT did. WWE has a systematical issue right now. You have your WWE diehards that no matter what WWE does, they're going to sit there and they're going to tune in. And then you have AEW, working hard, developing storylines, developing talent, developing characters, and making it work. Vince, I think you need to go to the networks. You need to tell them, do away with the brands. Try to get both of them to agree. And you need to start having surprises show up on Raw and SmackDown. Make it unpredictable. Look, it might only work out for a month or so, but it's better than what's going on right now. And if you write it correctly and your surprises continue to mount, then people will show up. People will tune in. I go back to this and I talked to Jack about it earlier. Spoilers with shows taped. One of the biggest stories that came out of the Monday Night Wars was what? Mick Foley winning the title. Because Tony Giovanni went on air and said, Hey, they're giving a title to Mankind tonight. That's going to put butts in the seats. After that point, TV switched over to the recorded show and watched Mankind win the title. And then the Monday Night Wars started shifting. It's not about recording shows because wrestling fans are going to tune into wrestling if you make them want to. And speaking of making them want to, every Saturday, 11 a.m., soccer fans can connect with Austin Robillard and the Red Card Radio from the Premiership to the MLS. Catch up with your favorite team, including your very own Inter Miami CF. Listen to Red Card Radio every Saturday from 11 to noon with Austin Robillard exclusively at OnSideRadio.com.
1: I just, to text the show, 844-416-8123. That's 844-416-8123. Here's your host, Sean Stanley. Sean Stanley, back with you
0: we Circle Digest here from the beautiful our miami CF Stadium. And coming up right after me, it is chirping the Cats Radio with David Dwork. And David, what do you got on to that for today's show?
2: Oh man, it is a packed week, man. As we're getting closer to hockey season actually starting, which is exciting in and in itself. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, hockey's coming back. Uh, there's a lot to get into, man. The schedule came out this week, so we're definitely going to dive into the Panther schedule, look at some of the road trips, look at the homestands, look at the opponents, their new division uh, rivals. Uh, they're going to let fans in. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. I've got, a, I've got a hunch I've got a hunch about how many fans there are going to be, thanks to a couple of cool sources that hooked me up with some info. So we're going to get into that. If you want to know how many fans are going to be allowed in, stay tuned. Uh, and I came across some pretty cool betting odds. Uh, <laughs> betting odds are fun, and we like to talk about them here at Onside Radio. So the Panthers' odds to win the division, the Panthers' odds to win the cup, we we'll definitely talk about that. And then, as always, my chirp of the week. I got a happy chirp this week, Shauna. There's something made me very happy that happened that I'm going to be chirping about later in the show. Uh oh. So, lots to talk about today, my friends. It's, it's a
0: very happy and festive chirping time, apparently.
2: Well, it's a festive time.
0: And I heard more people showing up, too, for Panthers, right? More guys
2: showing up on the ice skating around. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, the, the informal workouts, as mm-hmm. I put up my air quotes yep. here, happening at the BBT, guys are showing up. Panthers captain Sasha Barkov came into town last week from Finland. I know uh, assistant captain Jonathan Huberto is planning to travel. I believe he's coming this weekend, if not by Monday. But I know he's coming down very soon and will join the team. And, yeah, it's we're getting going, man. It's about that time. Uh, hockey's coming up, and, I mean, look at me. I'm pumped.
0: No, no, I can tell <laughs> you. You are ready to go, raring to go. And speaking of ready to go, that'll do it for Squared Circle Digest here today. Don't forget David Dork right after me. Austin Robillard, Red Card Radio Right after that, and also more betting odds for you. The J-Rod experience has you from 12 to 2. And then also tonight, special Miami Dolphin fans tune into Onside Radio's post-game show with the Big O after every Dolphins game, and that is tonight as they play the Las Vegas Raiders. As soon as that clock hits zeros and probably a little bit before, Big O will come on air here at OnsideRadio.com. They'll take your phone calls. Answer your text, react to post-game sound. Now Miami Dolphins have a real place to react, connect every Dolphins game, after every Dolphins game, the radio home for Miami Dolphins fans worldwide. It's right here at onsideradio.com.